The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. Why do people think solar will be the biggest source of power globally by the end of this century? Because it will probably be the cheapest. Think about the crucial difference between a solar panel and, say, a natural gas generator. A solar panel is basically a piece of technological hardware. And what does hardware do over time? What happens to flat screen TVs, iPhones, computers and the like? They get cheaper and higher quality. So what's the biggest surprise over the past five or 10 years in the energy space? It's the plunge in the cost of solar power. Utility scale solar has gone from costing about $360 per megawatt hour a decade ago to less than 40, according to Lazard. Not everyone can do rooftop solar because of issues ranging from its weight to its cost to the need for sun in the correct places. Utility solar means they can still benefit from it through their electricity providers. But many utility providers themselves have been caught flat-footed by this sudden shift in the cost of solar and the looming boom in electricity demand that EVs will unleash. Even trickier is that providers are now asking consumers to fund this transition in solar installation, as in the case of St. Louis-based Ameren, seeking a 12% rate increase. And that's where a new announcement from the Biden administration comes in. The Department of Energy just released a solar futures study showing that solar could provide 40% of U.S. electricity by 2035, just 14 years from now, up from about 4% today. They see solar and wind combined providing 75% of U.S. electricity by that point. And the real point isn't to debate these projections, but to realize that this blueprint is really a blueprint for utilities and others to move even more quickly in making the solar transition. Why the urgency? Well, yes, climate goals play a role, but perhaps the administration is also realizing the cost crunch many consumers could face as old energy sources spike in price. If you're artificially limiting supply, but demand is still growing in line with GDP, the price per unit is going to increase. Sure enough, U.S. natural gas prices, which I wrote about yesterday, today just hit another seven-year high. That's a pretty bleak sign for utility bills, given that gas is still the biggest source, roughly 40 percent, of U.S. electricity, and that nearly half of homes use gas for heat. If the mushy middle of this energy transition means the cost of energy soars, that's an extremely regressive way to ask the U.S. population to pay for it. It's one thing to nudge high earners to use taxpayer subsidies to buy EVs. It's quite another if low and even middle income consumers can't afford their fuel bills. Point being, the sooner that solar can lower the cost of energy for everyone, the better. Just take the case of the St. Peter Apartments affordable housing complex in Louisiana. Built by a nonprofit called SBP, the solar array on top of the building has kept the lights on after Hurricane Ida hit, even while most of the rest of the city is still without power. The panels also help keep the cost of electricity down for residents the rest of the time. And these nonprofits, funded by wealthy donors, could play a key role in advancing this transition, especially to lower income residents nationwide. And yes, there are still issues with solar, like the U.S. banning some silicon, a key component from China's Xinjiang region over concerns including forced labor. But American companies like First Solar are also working in cadmium-based technologies that not only show promise in terms of efficiency, but are also creating jobs in Ohio. 
If the Biden administration does nothing other than clear the red tape that is keeping a lot of solar and EV deployment from coming online more quickly, that will be a huge boon to true American energy independence and to the promise of lower fuel bills, too. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow The Exchange podcast. And you can always catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.